I'm your host, Fraser Bailey, and welcome to the VegUp Podcast, where we talk mindset, psychology, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and big dreams. So if you want to get your head in the game, level up, and become the best version of you, listen in. Let's go. Proactive frameworks versus reactive decisions. Guys, what I'm about to share with you today is a theme that I share with my students often, and this is how we craft out your nutritional and your training protocols and even some of your lifestyle routines from a proactive place, creating frameworks to improve what you want to experience tomorrow versus just reacting after the fact to something that didn't happen that's desire, less than desirable. What I mean by this, let me give you some examples. So the average person, they approach life, they approach their health, they approach a lot of decisions from a reactive place. Basically, think of it like this. You'll get a craving or you will be stressed out. You get a craving for something. And rather than understanding what caused the craving in the first place and proactively crafting out a framework ahead of time to implement so you don't get the craving at all, you then react to the signal negatively and you eat the donuts. We eat the bag of chips, which then makes your digestion feel like crap. And then you feel bloated, which makes you feel tired. And can you see here how through acting reactively to what was happening, you set up a cascade of negative downstream events that stack on top of each other. This is how most people operate. Most people operate from this place of stacking negative signals on top of each other. And then everything is difficult. Fat loss is difficult. Working out is difficult. Feelings good, difficult. Having an optimistic mindset is difficult. If you're feeling bloated and tired, it's pretty hard to feel optimistic or happy about anything. It's pretty hard to feel a reduction of anxiety if you're not performing very well and you're taking a long time to finish work projects because you're feeling like crap and then you know it's backing up on your shoulders and you're like, man, now I'm feeling really stressed out too. What do we do? So how do, how do we approach this? The same thing can be ring true if you're feeling a lot of anxiety or a lot of anger. Have you been training consistently? Now, obviously training is only one part of that equation. There's other variables in that. Usually what you'll find is that people that have high levels of anxiety or have a lot of anger and it's not coming out, they're not training and moving enough. That's at least the first thing. There are other things, obviously, like I said, but that's usually a huge thing. There's no pressure release valve. And so what's happening is they're, they're feeling the anxiety or they're feeling the anger and they're saying, oh, man, today's been rough. I need a drink. Or I need to plop a, pop a clonopin. I need to take this medication because I'm feeling this way, the feeling this thing. 
rather than saying, what is a proactive framework that I can install ahead of time to help reduce or mitigate or eliminate the craving or the anxiety in the first place? So I don't have to fight it as much. And so think of proactive frameworks as insurance policies on your own sanity, health, and mood that you pay now ahead of time in small installments that will guarantee a reduction of suffering and pain later on, but also might enhance a positive thing. So proactive frameworks don't just reduce or eliminate negative experiences, like if you're getting bloating or feeling a lot of discomfort, it doesn't just reduce or eliminate those things. It can actually enhance certain things. Maybe it makes your mood really good and you feel really, really happy, right? And, then, and, and what, is the, what is the effect of you feeling really happy on your family, on your own happiness, on your life in general? What is that effect? Right, so proactive frameworks are that. So they act like pressure release valves and they also act like mitigation techniques. So I'll give you a really, really common example that a lot of, I think, busy, high-performing professional people can fall into is that when you've got deadlines and you're just going, 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 going and you don't need to have time to eat or you, or you just forget to eat, some people forget to eat. What can happen is that in the moment you might be like, you know what, like I'm, I'm getting some fat loss. I'm not eating right now. I'm fasting. I'm going, going, going. And you feel good in the moment. But what can happen is it can cause a downstream rebound, typically where later that day or the next day, you might experience quite a steep energy dip. And with that energy dip will typically come then excessive hunger. And that hunger can often drive you binge eating or just plowing down on a bunch of snacks and things. And what happened there? Rather than saying ahead of time, okay, I'm going to be consuming these healthy snacks, these healthy meals ahead of time to keep my axe sharp, to help minimize the downstream rebound. So I remain balanced and level consistently and can perform consistently you didn't do those things. And then the seesaw or the pendulum swung in the other direction where you then experience an adverse downstream effect that makes you feel out of control. And I see people do this all the time. This is very common with a lot of detoxes and fad diets and shake replacement systems where there's a period of under eating and restriction, restriction, restriction. And then there's this rebounding effect rather than having healthy proactive frameworks in place to start with to actually help minimize or eliminate that rebound effect in the first place. Now, what do those proactive frameworks look like? Well, it's different for everyone. It's going to be different based on where you're at, your goals, your needs, your compulsions, your addictions, your tendencies. But there are some general guidelines. Now, one of the things that I really emphasize to my students is to make sure that every day you're getting your low-hanging fruit protocols in. And typically, the low-hanging fruit protocols will vary a little bit. 
but they're usually some type of dark berry, wild blueberries, for example, some type of citrus fruit, greens, whatever greens you want, whether it be microgreens or salad, you know, romaine lettuce, salad, greens, spinach, baby kale, greens with both meals, regardless of what the meal is, regardless. A, a, a set serving of nuts and seeds, typically Brazil nuts, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, walnuts, sometimes some others, as hormone precursors. Sometimes seaweed crackers or nori sheets in the form of iodine intake. Now, those things are low-hanging fruit. They're basically like whole food supplementation. Now, I tell people to add these things in as proactive frameworks because if you do that consistently, you will hit more of your daily recommended intakes of all the essential vitamins and minerals that you need to function optimally. The reason why you might experience cravings for salt, cravings for sugar, hunger, spikes, energy dips, there's, a, there's di different reasons. One part of it can be too few calories or too many processed calories, but sometimes it is you're missing certain nutrients within your system. Maybe you're not getting enough omega-3s. Maybe you're missing some selenium or magnesium. And your body is sending signals for you to try and seek those things out. And you don't even understand what the signal is. All you understand is, me hungry, me getting craving, me, me must go fulfill that need. <laughs> and so for that reason, you just snack down. Proactive frameworks are there as insurance policies to make sure that you minimize those negative sensations. So every day, even if I'm not overly hungry, I will make sure I get those things into my system, knowing that ahead of time, I might hit those dips and troughs with my energy and hunger. And by that time, it's too late. By the time, it's kind of like dehydration. By the time you're already thirsty, you're probably already dehydrated. By the time you're already getting cravings and hunger or energy dips, it's too late. You're already reacting. You need to install colored vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds every day in your routine as whole food supplementation, as proactive frameworks to improve your recommended daily intakes of all your phyto and micronutrients to make sure that tomorrow and later today, you optimize and you show up as best as you can. That's the first point. The second thing, like I was mentioning, is that's why training and moving your body is so important. Because if you're getting irritable and your anxiety is getting high and you're grabbing alcohol and medicating, where are your pressure release valves? You've probably, you're probably missing them. Maybe the pressure release valve is yoga. Maybe it's Pilates. Maybe it's training. Maybe it's cycling. Maybe you're just jumping on the rebounder for three or to five minutes. Whatever it looks like for you, something physical. I find proactive frameworks from a physical perspective, a training four times a week on average, but moving every day. So the other three days, you're out there, you're riding your bike, you're walking your dog, you're mowing the grass, you're doing something that's moving your body, getting you above 8,000 steps. I always tell people, obviously, there's a whole cliche of getting 10,000 steps in per day. It's a lot harder for people in winter. 
but you need to be getting above 8,000 minimum. If you're getting three or four or 5,000, you're way too sedentary. You're never going to achieve your optimal self with 5,000 steps per day, period. Get it up. You need to get it up. Stop sitting so much. Break up the movement and walk around more. Fundamentally important. But the training, it's like a pressure release valve, guys. That's why I train. It's part of my therapy routine. I'm at the point now where I'm not as interested in the aesthetic slash muscle building fat loss benefits of my training, although I recognize that most of you guys want that. For me at this point now, it's a pressure release valve. It helps bring down anxiety, bring down levels of stress, improve levels of concentration. And it doesn't just happen with one session. It's got to be an accumulative effect of multiple sessions over a period of days and weeks. You might feel some acute benefits, but you're not just going to train once and then feel better for the rest of the month. It's like brushing your teeth once and hoping that you have good dental hygiene for the other 30 days or other 29 days. It's not going to happen, right? It has to be a daily practice. So think of your training as your pressure release valve. If you had anxiety or you have addictive stressful tendencies, you don't have enough pressure release valve involved and integrated into your routines. Proactive frameworks when it comes to getting in whole food snacks and those things, those low-hanging fruit things, which I actually talk about in season one, by the way, under low-hanging fruit, which will be proactive frameworks to get those daily recommended intakes of nutrients. Other fundamental things, man, are just things like prepping your routine the night before. Don't get up in the morning and be stumbling around in the dark looking for what you need to wear, looking for all the things you need to do to get your morning streamlined. Think about all the things that you have to do in the morning. How can you streamline those processes? How can you eliminate the hurdles? As in, can you have your clothes ready in the bathroom ready to go? Can you have your little coffee pot or whatever beverage you have in the morning? Can you have that out on the kitchen ready to go? Have you Can, can you have your hydration ready in the morning so you don't have to like do anything? You don't have to brew any teas. You don't have to mix anything. It's all in there ready to go. Is your gym bag ready to go? Or is your weight station set up at your house ready to go? Streamline and eliminate those hurdles the night before to make the process as user-friendly as you can. That's a proactive framework. You might already do some of these things. So you already have some proactive frameworks in place. You just need to expand on this. Another proactive framework is shopping, grocery shopping early on Saturday morning. Usually they'll have their last delivery on Saturday. If you get it on Saturday morning, it's usually not super busy yet. You'll get some of the fresh stuff. If you go on Sunday, that's when they start to drain the inventory and you're left with the scraps. And so from a produce perspective, from a freshness perspective, go on Saturday morning early. Don't get into Monday and Tuesday and not have anything in your house that you've gone to the grocery store to get. Have it scheduled in. People who just be like, oh, we don't have anything to eat. We've got to go to the store today. Like that's not a good approach. Have it locked in like a routine. That's a proactive framework. Because what happens if you don't do that? You then run out of the healthy things you need and you either put together a haphazard processed meal or you get takeout. How often has that happened? Proactive frameworks for grocery shopping. You've got to have it as part of your routine. And that ties into... This episode right now is being recorded between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And this is the time of year where most people really let things go in a bad way. 
And I was talking about this on a call recently. And I said after Thanksgiving, and you can apply this to Christmas, but obviously Thanksgiving in America falls on a Thursday. What a lot of people will do is not only will they have a ton of leftovers for, for Friday, which is not good. You don't want to have tons of unhealthy leftovers in your kitchen. That's the first thing. Freeze it or don't make so much in the first place. But make sure that on the day before, the days prior, you get to the store and you have healthy foods in your house for after that event. So after Christmas, you need to make sure on the couple of days before Christmas, you have the healthy food in your house for the days after Christmas. Because you don't want to get to the days after Christmas and be chowing down on leftovers or not have healthy things in your house and be throwing together processed, unhealthy, haphazard meals. What's going to happen when you do that? You're going to get digestive issues. You're going to feel tired, lethargic. You're going to get brain fog. You are not going to perform in all these areas of your life. And I've talked about this in the episode 51, season three, about getting your house in order. The whole theme of this season is getting your freaking house in order, guys. Proactive frameworks are going to help you get your house in order. You've got to stop being such a reactive hot mess. And this is not a natural tendency. This is something you can learn. I was never this meticulous and this routine orientated. I had to practice these things. Everyone who you see who does these things well, they didn't come out of the womb like this. They practiced them. They got intentional around them. They got the help they needed to craft out the right type of proactive frameworks to mitigate these negative downstream effects. A really popular proactive framework that I use with people, students that have digestive problems is getting them to supplement with glutamine. A certain amount of glutamine three times a day. And there's other supplementations too that I'm not going to mention on this, this, this show, but that's one common thing. That's a proactive framework. You might not be having any digestive issues. Supplement with the glutamine anyway. Why? Because you don't want to wait till you're getting gas and bloating and feel terrible before you react. And what do most people do? They take an antacid or they take Tums or they take some other processed crap. It's not good for them. So take these things as preventative measures. You probably take a multivitamin. That's a proactive framework. You may not even need to take one, but you take it as a proactive framework. You have these things in different areas of your life. So the fundamental thing here, guys, is the low-hanging fruit episodes and so many of the episodes in season one and two are going to be talk about some of the daily nutritional practices that I do and that I suggest. Those things are like proactive frameworks. Add them into your routine every day training four times per week. Between those days, move your body minimum 8,000 steps per day. If you're getting 10,000, shoot for 11. If you're getting 12, shoot for 13. There's a, at a certain point, you don't have to keep going. But anywhere between 10 and 14,000 is usually a really good zone to be in. You're going to feel better physically and mentally when you're in that zone. Proactive frameworks. Don't be so reactive. You might be really good in, in your career, but you're being a reactive hot mess when it comes to your health. And then your career is suffering as a byproduct of that. Your mental health is suffering. You're burning out because you're good at what you do in your career, but it's coming at a cost because you're grinding so much. You're grinding it out rather than being clinical and precise. Because you don't have either the time or the bandwidth to implement these frameworks. 
set up alarms on your phone if you have to stick them in plain view do them when you don't want to i'm here to tell you guys as a parent as a father sometimes if zia has poor sleep my sleep data might be like 40 or 50 it's, it's terrible terrible but i'll still get my training session in even if it's not a really big hard one why proactive framework no matter what day it is where we are i'll still make sure i get my healthy snacks in. why proactive framework i don't want to hit energy slumps and get brain fog and need multiple naps through the day i don't want to do that stuff that's not appealing to me that's not how you get your house in order it's the opposite that's the theme today guys so look at what you're experiencing with your digestion with your energy levels think about healthy foods healthy snacks healthy things you can add to your main meals ways of training your evening routine and your morning routine as ways of creating proactive frameworks to minimize being so reactive and being so knee-jerk in the moment and having to then compensate and and, and hyper compensate and pendulum swing back and forth and back and forth that's a lot of mental energy you're wasting and if you can improve this i promise you it's going to improve every area every pillar every roi in your life so the common theme today is what are your proactive frameworks do you have any are they intentional where are they if they don't start adding them in I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Veg Up podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. Please leave us a review and share this on social media. Tag me. Let me know what helped you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let's get this information out to the world. Help me do that. And be sure to email us over at fraser at evolvingalpha.com for coaching options and mentorship because if you want growth, it begins here, my friend.